And good day, good morning. How the hell are ya? Uh, Average Man Podcast, episode number ninety-five. Lit up. What a track, man! What a bloody tune. Uh, that one's uh, getting me pumped up on a Sunday morning. Hope you're loving it there too. Hey, uh, this is episode number ninety-five of the Average Man Podcast. It's sort of become not quite a weekly podcast as of late. Uh, which I'm working on, dudes. I'm working on getting back on my schedule. I'm sort of doing one every three weeks at the moment, which is just not good enough. Um, but yeah, it's been a little bit hard. It's been a bit hard with the the study. I'm like doing this diploma, like the the diploma of building now as well. Um, so yeah, that's taken up a lot of my spare time in the evenings and. Yeah, it's just been hard for me to juggle uh, the two at the moment. So I'm working on it. I think I'm just going to have to start doing the podcasts on like a Friday or a Saturday night. Um, yeah, and just getting it done and out of the way because I'm missing my opportunities um, during the on the weekends to get these things over the line. So anyway, episode number 95, I'm here today. I'm on it right now, lit up. I uh, hope you guys are too. It's uh, You might be feeling a little bit dusty. Uh, I'm slightly weathered myself, but I'm okay. I'm coming good as we speak. I've got a can of Boss Coffee cracked over there, which is straight black coffee for those of you that don't know. If you don't know, now you do. Um, which is just awesome, man. I don't want to tell too many people about it because it's... It was a little secret in Headland, but everyone seems to be drinking them now, and more places are stocking them, so it's all good. I seem to get a pretty good supply um, from a vending uh, from a vendor that will remain unnamed, um, so no one else goes here and rapes them. Um, but yeah, it's just black coffee in a can, man. There's like 160 milligrams of caffeine, I think, in each in each can, which is just splendid. 160, I think it is. Oh, it doesn't say on the can, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I googled that. I googled that bitch to see how much coffee was in them, and um, it's quite a bit. It gives you a good kick, and there's nothing else in the can, mate. It's just, just cold pressed black coffee. You drink them cold. Um, it's delicious, and there's no milk or sugar or any bullshit in it. So that's my jam these days. Um, the black coffee has got me going anyway, but the, the point of that um, story was last night was the Beef and Beer Festival. I didn't go because um, I'm a hermit these days. Um, I just chilled at home and had a fire, first fire of the season. We'll get to that in a minute. But it was a Beef and Beer Festival yesterday so and, and race day, first race day, um, first day of the race season. So I think there's people that went to the races and then backed it up at the Beef and Beer Festival later and there's people that went to the Beef and Beer Festival with the kids and then dropped the kids off and went back and or stayed, had the kids picked up or whatever and did the nighttime session and then there's, of course, people that just did the nighttime session or just did the daytime session. All this uh, multitude of, uh, of different applications for how your day might have gone. But, yeah, I, I didn't go to either of them. I was at home working on the caravan, trying to get that sucker uh, one step closer to, to being ready for, for camping season, which is like we're in it. or it's, it's Yeah, pretty much we're in it now, um, and I'm not ready. So, yeah, still trying to sell the old camper trailer and get a few things done on the caravan. But, um, yeah, I spent half a day working on that yesterday, so I did my bit to get one step closer. Um, but yeah, beef and, be- beef and beer festival. Uh, I had a fire pit here instead, um, and a couple of my mates came around who were at the beef and beer festival. So I put the my, my daughter had her first sleepover last night, so she wasn't here. Bless her little cotton socks. Mum was out for dinner, 
Um, so it was just me and the boy. So we watched a movie together. We watched um, uh, Journey to Mysterious Island, which is uh, The Rock, being a friggin' legend. Me and my boy are massive rock fans. He's like, every time he sees The Rock now and something, he like smiles, looks at me and goes, Dad, Dad, it's The Rock. He's so cool. I'm like, yeah, man, he is. So we watched that together. We've seen it before, but watched it again. And then um, put the young fella down in bed, and then a couple of uh, mates came around. Well, Dino, one of my mates came around, and we just had a yarn, lit the fire up. Was um, yeah, yeah, it was exciting to get that going for the first time. It was it was just a little bit not quite chilly when you when I first went out at like eight o'clock. I wouldn't say it was warm or muggy, but it wasn't really fire weather. But I thought, you know, it's it's right there, and we lit that sucker up, and um, yeah, within an hour or two, it was it was definitely fire weather. It was chilly; you could feel the chill coming in, which was nice. You know, I was still in the shorts and shorts, thongs, and singlet, um, my standard um, attire. But um, yeah, no, it was it was that chill was coming through, so it was nice. You could actually sort of build the fire up a little bit, and um, um, and yeah, and get that vibe going. And then and then just as Dino was leaving, a couple my well, my missus came home with her friend from from dinner, and then. Another couple of friends, um, Jazzy and, and Robbie, rolled in from the Beef and Beer Festival. A um, uh, couple of couple of merrymakers on their way home. So, because you know, we were right five hundred meters away from the beef, where the Beef and Beer Festival was held, and they were just walking home, which to their house, which is another five hundred meters the other way. So, all in the neighbourhood, they just cruised home and popped in because the fire was still going. And then, yeah, as I was about to go to bed because uh, Dino was leaving, this was about ten thirty or something, and those those dudes rolled in and. We ended up kicking on till midnight or something like that. Whatever time it was, I passed out in my chair, which is another. I know if you hang out with me ever, um, and you get to close to the to the uh, the midnight hour, you'll know it's a standard procedure for me to start nodding off in the chair because um, I'm just not a, a nighttime kind of guy. Not a night owl. This one definitely a morning uh, a morning guy, which is why yeah, I'm not big on like drinking heaps because. Um, yeah, I wake up in the morning anyway, feeling like like a used ass crack, uh, for lack of a better term. So yeah, that was that was my my evening. It was a little bit dusty when I woke up, but nothing a, a big feed of a uh, uh, bacon and egg uh, wrap and a coffee and a couple of panadols has it sorted out. As I say that, I'm yawning on my excuse me. Oh my. Goodness, that's terrible podcast etiquette. Sorry, that just that just came upon me. Um, yeah, so I'm a little bit dusty, but I'm all right. I'm coming good now as we speak. And I, my missus has just gone for a, for a walk with the boy and the dogs down the beach. So I thought this is my chance to squeeze a podcast in quickly before the UFC starts. So here we are doing it, doing the damn thing. So just be a quick one, just run over it. It's really just to get myself back in the routine, just to make sure, yep, did a podcast this week. There's a few things I want to go over anyway. Um, I've been trying to tee up podcasts with Bobby Lockyer the last couple of weeks. I had to put the first one off, she put the second one off. So uh, I will try and make that happen this, won't be this week because I'm, I'm daddy daycare all week. Um, and yeah, maybe the ne- next week, it'll happen soon anyway, we'll get that one get that one um going so bobby lockyer the local photographer artist creator um you you may have seen her work around i'd say you probably have she's got a little shop down at the bungalow now she's done like public painting works around the place like the silos uh near the pretty pool turn off she painted those up um big online presence with her photography and her and her paintings she sells paintings all around the bloody country 
Um, yeah, she's a yeah super successful artist here in, in town at the moment. So we're going to be catching up with her pretty soon to have a yarn. Uh, that's a, I'm looking forward to that one. She does some really interesting shit. So we'll just um, yeah I'll wait till we chat to her to get down to the nitty gritty of what's going on with her. But that's coming up and and um, but but in the meantime, I thought just just needed to keep this thing rolling, man. So uh, the last podcast I did would have been. Uh, number 94 obviously 95 comes after 94 but that would have been um, the medicinal marijuana podcast I did with Dr. Maddie Moore which was super like I'll, if you haven't heard that one go back and listen to it that was awesome um, dude's got his finger right on the pulse of what's going on in, in medicinal marijuana scene here in Australia he's a prescriber and it's it's, a, it's like the you know it's a super exciting field to be in he's on the cusp on the cutting edge of of what's going to the world's changing. People, weed's going to be legal in a couple of years, and this dude's uh, an early um, proponent for that here in Australia uh, as a as a as a doctor. You know, so um, which is cool. So go check that podcast out. I had a really good yarn with with him a couple of weeks back as well. Uh, but as I said, yeah, a couple of things going on today. We got um, got the UFC two sixty two one, which is a lightweight belt. Fight, fighting for the vacant belt that Khabib Nurmagomedov, the, the lightweight king, the undefeated, undisputed, uh, greatest of all time lightweight in the UFC, retired and abandoned his um, belt. So there's a vacant belt that, that's been fought for today. So that's going to be a good one. And a couple other lightweight fights on the card as well. We'll make it nice and juicy. Uh, there was a really good fight on there between Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards that, that fell off due to... I think someone had someone in someone's camp had COVID or something, so that's been put back to another card, which was a bit spewing because this was a super stacked card, big enough to still be a good card, but that was that the fight was going to make it a real, real saucy one. But um, that's um, put off to another day. Anytime Nate Diaz has fights, it's sort of must see TV. And the cat that he's fighting, Leon Edwards, is probably one of the best lightweights in the world, and just hasn't had a good run of of opponents dropping out he's from England so there was a whole lot of shit that went on with the COVID thing he couldn't get fights and he's had opponents drop out at the last minute and then I think he was sick one time and he's just had a rough go of it um, but yeah he's uh, he's he's right there as far as the top lightweights in the world so that was going to be it will be a good fight when they finally get that that one happening but it's not on today's card um, today will be um, Michael Chandler who's had one fight in the UFC he was the next Bellator champion um, who's come over to, to to challenge Charles Oliveira, who is by all rights the next challenger in line for the lightweight belt. No matter who was the champ or who else was fighting, he's the guy that needed to be next in line. He's on an eight-fight win streak, all finishes, uh, most 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 submissions in the UFC um, in any division. Um, just a really slick. Um, yeah, Brazilian cat who's who's worked his way up the ranks and he's and he's definitely uh, deserves a chance to prove himself as the king of the lightweight division. So that's going to be a good bloody fight. Looking forward to that one as well, man. Um, as I said before, my my daughter, my little little Heidi Ho, little Heidi Harper, had her first sleepover last night. She's had a sleepover with her brother at a, at a, a family friend's house once before, and they were babysitting him, and they've had sleepovers together at like family's house as well, cousins' houses and stuff like that couple of times when we're down in Perth and whatnot but never this is their first first time of going solo on her own to a friend's house and sleeping over and so me me and Ams were a little bit a little bit nervous about it but she's such a little resilient happy little uh, sort of just whirlwind of a kid just so confident and everything that um you know she was 
she didn't even think twice about it. She was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm sleeping over dad, mum. Like, yep, yep, you guys get out the way. I'm, I'm going to sleep in my best mate's house. So see you tomorrow. So it kind of took that decision out of our hands, really, um, which is good. And we're getting photos of her all night stuff. The girls tearing the house up. Three girls are over there at the moment. And, um, a little Heidi, her friend Marley, and her little sister. Um, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, I do know the name Kira Her little sister Kira So with a house full of girls I feel sorry for dad over there Last night They would have been squealing And dressing up And demanding girly shit On TV and stuff like that um, So yeah that's That was um, a big big, top, big moment for us actually Having a first sleepover um, But yeah She was ready for it She loved it She's had her friends sleep over here before But never had a, She's never slept over anywhere else So that was a, That was a first for us last night That was pretty cool what else has been going on in the average man's life? Look, the the pup that I've been bitching and moaning about, um, you know, my missus bought these strays home from, from, from Yandy Yarra and we housed, we homed a couple of them and then one of them found its way into our family and stayed rather than me getting the purebred Kelpie that I had teed up. Um, a man's dog to replace my, not replace, but to, to take the place in the household, in the family of my boy Casper, who died like about a year, a year or so ago, and I was finally ready to get a new dog. I teed up this purebred Kelpie. Um, it was a couple of weeks off being ready to go down and pick up, and then the wife comes home with this bloody stray puppy mongrel camp dog thing that I got bullied into keeping, and I was very resentful towards um, the puppy. Because of I had to cancel this with this, this healer that I'd planned that I'd you know planned on getting and it wasn't the kind of dog I was looking for. It's a tiny little midge of a thing. It looks like a fox with big pointy ears and its legs are about uh, its legs are about fifty mil long. It's so this tiny little thing runs around and right down at, on, on the floor. Um, it's always itchy because the grass tickles its belly as it cruises around and shit. And it was yeah just doing camp dog stuff, but slowly bit by bit. I am pretty good with dogs. We've been, I've been training this thing, teaching it some manners, and teaching it to stop being a scab, and teaching it to sit down and wait for its food. Still working on getting it to piss outside, but it stops shitting inside finally, which is which is good. Um, it's slowly, slowly working its way into my affections, um, and a bit of a. A bit of a seal the deal moment, if I'm honest with you, it was last weekend, Mother's Day, we went down to the spoil bank in the evening, uh, took the SUP board with me and just dropped it in the in the harbour there, uh, in the bay there for a bit of a, in the, harbor, in the bay side there for a bit of a paddle around with the kids on it and, and whatnot, and um, little Yandy is the name of the, the, the pup, little Yandy runs up and just jumps off the shore onto the front of the SUP board. And I just pushed off the shore and started paddling around the bay with her on the board, just running around, having a grand old time. And I looked down, standing there between my legs, looking around as I was as I was paddling on the sup board. And I thought, "All right, little dog, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'll pay that." So there was a bit of a connection moment there between her and I. You know, that's the kind of thing I expect. Not expect. That's the kind of thing I really want my dog to be able to do. I want my dog to be a beach dog. A, 
uh, jump and swim in the water dog and, 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 you know, the idea that I can have this little dog sit on the front of the board and paddle around is pretty cool. I like that. So, and as I said, she's starting to learn manners, stopping the nibbling and biting, um, starting to piss outside more, learning some manners with her food. So she's starting to grow me. She's pretty bloody cute. She's not going to grow physically at all. She's a midget. Um, not going to be a man's dog that jumps up in the back of the ute and shit like that. Um, but she does chase... The ball fetches the ball, brings it back, drops it. She's like four months old. Um, you know, jumps on the paddle board with me as I paddle around, sits for her food. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, there is positive, positive things that are really starting to come out. She's a pretty good dog. I'm starting to really – she's really starting to grow on me. And, you know, as with all puppies and all dogs in general, she was being a little bit of a uh, cunt, for lack of a better word. And, um, you know, we weren't exercising her enough. Started taking her for walks down the beach and for, for long walks along the, the beach path. And um, what do you know, fucking – Magic that she's a far better dog when she's had exercise. It's two different dogs you're dealing with. So that's pretty standard with dogs, especially when they're young and they've got a lot of energy like she does. So you don't walk your dogs, they're pricks, they trash your yard and they just get frustrated and do silly shit. You walk them, wear them out and mentally simulate them and that and then you're dealing with a different animal. So that, that's, that comes down to their owner. Um, if you've got a dog that's running a muck and you don't know what to do with it and you're wondering why it's trashing the joint, won't listen to you, you're probably not giving the thing enough exercise. It's the first thing to look at. So, And then food, what you're feeding, it's a pretty another, another big important one as well. There you go. A couple of dog tips from the average man himself. Um, excuse me. Just had to have a sip of the old boss coffee. <clears throat> Thought it was worth stopping the, the recording for that one. So, yeah, I've got the sup pup. Um... Got she is trashing my plants and my retic, which is also kind of standard for puppies, but not not going down well. It's going down like a friggin' lead balloon with me, to be honest. So I've got some temporary fencing. I've started like six hundred mil high plastic fencing. I've started putting up around the garden beds um, to keep it away from the retic and the plants because I'm really getting into my garden this year. That was sort of something I told the missus. I was you know watch out. I'm going to come out that yard garden this year and start getting involved. I'm going to take it over. Um, I'll leave her garden patch alone, but I've got my own spots going, and they're um, they're flourishing at the moment. It's a lot of work, but I do enjoy it, and they're getting them going pretty good. And then you know, it's a constant battle with fix and retick. The puppy's bloody ripped up and chewed holes in, and she pulls plants out, fucking flying, find them lying around the yard. So there has been a couple of head-to-head moments with me and her over that. But I'm putting up this fencing now; it'll be finished by the end of the day, so that'll alleviate that problem. I'll be able to leave her outside all day with the sister because the weather's nice now, and then whenever dog section in the kids toy room anymore about to dismantle that and that'll free up a lot of space and get rid of the doggy puppy smell from that room as well so that's a positive uh it's positive 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 though another negative though actually uh, while i'm on this while i'm on this is is not just the puppy the cat and the puppies don't want to let me sleep in the mornings like i've i've had kids for the last for the last seven years waking me up at early stupid hours in the morning and i am a, a morning person but that means i go to bed at say nine o'clock i get up at like four o'clock one time for this time for one piss break in there somewhere but that's a pretty tight schedule to get my to get my seven hours and if you, don't, you know you get about nine thirty and you wake up and you, you're awake for half an hour in the middle of the night all of a sudden that's a six hour sleep you really don't want to be getting less than six hours so the point of the story is the cat starts meowing at me for food at stupid o'clock in the morning, like two or three in the morning, biscuits or, or actual, you know, we give them a pack of food in the morning, starts meowing at me for food in the morning and then 
They, and then when I'm up feeding her, it wakes the puppy up, and the puppy's in the room next to us at the moment at night. She starts yelping, uh, and then I've got to get up and get the puppy, and then you can't just let her out of the room. We've got to put her outside, give her a bit of food to, to tie her over, and then make sure she can't get back in the house with the cat door so she can come in and piss on my floors and all sorts of shit. So there's this fucking routine going on at like 3 o'clock in the morning now that's, that's not cool. Um, I need to get that sorted out, which is going to be me throwing the cat out in the middle of the night, locking it out, and then getting that dog out of the, the puppy pen inside. I think it's time she just starts sleeping. Her and the big dog can start sleeping on their beds outside in the kennel, I think, um, which is going to break my daughter's heart because currently, since Casper died, Lily's found her way into my daughter's room and sleeps on my daughter's bed at the end of the bed, um, which I'm going to have to bust that little relationship up, I think, get both the dogs outside in the, in the kennel at night. I do like having my dog sleep on the end of my daughter's bed, though. It makes me feel super comfortable that there ain't no one getting in that room and going near my kids because my fucking dog is literally on the end of her bed, so that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it's not a permanent, full-time uh, arrangement that they both think it is. Anyway, I'll be bad, Dad, and tell them about that soon. Uh, I'll let you know how I go with that. <laughs> I might procrastinate on that one a little bit. So, yeah, what else going on, man? Look, I've been lifting heavy all year. Uh, I think I told you guys that. I was doing a, a um, powerlifting regime following this app that I had and, and it worked really well, man. Like, I haven't lifted heavy for years because I get sore joints and shit like that, which I, I did get near the end, quite sore elbows and, and, and shoulders. And um, But really, that was it, elbows, shoulders and wrists. Um, my knees held up. My lower back held up. I, I heard it early on in the piece because I did some poor form squats, and, and that really forced me to work on my, my form, on my, on my squat, to build that back up um, to where I could do it without any pain. And I think I've built up those supporting muscles around my lower back, which were probably getting a bit weak. I hadn't worked on them enough in the last few years. So my lower back's feeling really good, which is great because I've had on, issues with that on and off for, for a few years now. Um, I am sore through the wrists and elbows and arms, as I said, but um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I put on a bunch of muscle too for me, which is quite hard to do. So um, yeah, it was a good little, um, a good. I think it was a good sort of three month, bit more, fourteen week period of of, of lifting heavy, like three times a week, um, and it was good. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm finished that now and I'm starting to run again. I'm lifting heavy once a week, and then just doing my other sort of circuit training and. Um, higher rep, lower weight stuff, and then yeah, I've only been for one run as of at, at the moment. But I got my new my new running shoes rocked up. My Under Armours in the mail the other day went for a run with those on. They felt bloody brilliant, like running on clouds. So um, there'll be more and more running going on, and, and I started my bag work at the gym again, hitting the bag on Fridays. Um, so doing my cardio and doing my, my more circuit training stuff, which is I really love doing. But I just had to do that. I just felt like I just needed to do a big heavy lifting um, circuit and put a bit of muscle on, and then um, work my way f- back from there, which is what I'm doing at the moment. So that's it's cool. Um, and the bag thing, I think with the weather the way it is now, I might invest in a nice heavy bag at home and hang one at home, so I can just hit the bag as I need to uh, at home as well, rather than just doing it once a week at the gym. There's something so therapeutic about hitting and kicking the bag, man. I mean, hitting mitts is even better, but you need a partner for that. And I'm a sort of a solo training dude most of the time. So, yeah, I think a heavy bag hanging the, in the carport at home is, is on the cards for this year. And I've sort of always had one typically over the last, um, yeah, seven, eight years. I just haven't had one for for a couple of years now. So time to get that, that going again, I think. Um, and, yeah, 
as I said, get the podcast routine back up and down, uh, up and um, running because it is hard with your study. I got to I got to spend instead of writing my podcast notes and stuff in the evening. I've been doing like half an hour to an hour of study most nights when I when you know and when I can stay awake and just trying to get some units pumped out for this um, diploma. I'm going down at the end of the month to to do another one of the units. I will knock that off, um, which will be good. And, and then I get a, a, a full day, eight hour one on one session with the trainer as well. So I should be able to really get into the meat of some of the other um, units with with the fella um, then as well. And then I'm, then when we're down for the July school holidays, I've got another three or four, I think three days training while I'm down there. So hopefully get another unit knocked off. So yeah, I really want to start chewing through these bloody units and and, and get this thing finished this year. So I've got a bit of work to do to get there, but um, that's my plan. Um, get this diploma finished. Um, by the end of the sort of school year this year, which would be really nice to have that, um, yeah, have that diploma and, and then um, start working towards uh, getting my ticket sorted out. So the way that works is you do the diploma building uh, and then you put a portfolio together and you apply through the Masters Builders Association of WA, which is who I'm doing my diploma through. You apply through them for a builder's ticket and there's certain things you need for that, like, you know, letters of... Um, uh, referral le- le- letters and and I think you need about fifty grand in the bank behind you and you have to have a certain you know the, a portfolio set out in a certain manner displaying the, the things that they're looking for and then obviously the your diploma of building as well and then whether or and then that goes to the board and they decide whether or not they're going to grant you your um, your builder's ticket so that'll be the next step after I get this sorted out so yeah so the ball's rolling there and I'm looking looking forward to it. But it is taking up a fair bit of my spare time and I'm lagging. And to be honest, I'm lagging behind with it at the moment more just because I haven't done any classroom-based study on a scale like this since high school. Um, so I am not really efficient, I feel like, with my studying techniques and how I'm doing the assessments and shit. So that's, that's why going down in May, the end of this month, it's going to help me have a chat to the trainer, show him what I've been doing, show him my work and the assessments and, and, and get a yay or a nay, you're on the right track or not nah, do it this way or not. Nah, Need more information, need less information, whatever it might be, I'll get steered in the right direction. I think that's going to make a pretty big, um, a big difference for me. You know, come back from there, I'll be like, right, got a game plan, know what I'm doing. Let's fucking, let's go. So yeah, that's what's going on with that. Um, yeah, well, the last thing I think to 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 cover before I get out of here is it, it, I, I'm um, as I said, I can't do my uh, podcast this week with Bobby Lockyer because. Uh, I'll be single dad all this week. The wife's going out to Marble Bar to do a remote area nurse um, stretch out there for seven days. So that means me, daddy daycare, dropping the kids off from school, picking them up from daycare every day, um, you know, doing the whole sh- module, whole shit and shooting match, um, shit shower, bath at the end of the uh, end of the, I was going to say shit shower, shave, but the, they don't shave. Um, dinner, bath, bed. Wake up in the morning, breakfast, ready for school, drop at school, pick up from school, all that kind of stuff. I think my daughter's got a bloody paediatrician um, uh, appointment this week as well. So there's a lot going on. Dad's going to be dad. Dad's going to be a busy guy with that and work. Um, so yeah, it's going to be one of those weeks where I'll just do what I can outside of that, which might not be very much. Um, but anyway, looking forward to that. It'll be good for the for the wife to get out there and experience that something different. She loves. She loves being out in the community. She's got a pretty good, really good rapport with the, the Yanni Yarra community where she works now and um, she's just interested to go out there and have a look at it uh, for something a little bit more remote. Uh, well, you know, Malbar's not m- more remote than Yanni Yarra, but just as in um, 
something different and, and yeah, get her teeth into an, another clinic and, and spend a, a bit of time there and learn from the remote area nurse out there. So it'd be good for her development and, um, yeah, but just a bit of work, extra work for Dave this week. So I'll let you know how that goes. Do my best to try and pump out another podcast at least next weekend. I will have the kids with me, but um, we'll see how we go iPad can be a hell of a tool sometimes <laughs> when you need it. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough for this week, man. Just wanted to touch bases, make sure I've got a podcast in. Um, you know, it's all um, – I hope it was some shit worth listening to in, in this one, mate. Um, I sort of feel like these little half-an-hour ones are, are um, probably nice and digestible. I get in there, I, I pump through the material pretty quick and, and it's just the way life is at the moment, man. I've got a lot going on. I don't have time for these hour, hour and a half long podcasts that I was doing originally. Um, I think when I talk to people, guests, if we go for an hour, hour and a half, we go for an hour, an hour and a half. No no time limit on those. I just go with what feels right. But um, these ones, solo, Dave, on the weekend, I think a little half an hour, hour half hour of power is, is the way to go at the minute. So anyway... That is it for this week, episode number 95, lit up. Um, good luck with your hangover if you're at Beef and Beer Fest or the races yesterday. Um, uh, yeah, if, if you're like me, you're going to go watch the UFC now, so I'm, I'm off to go do that and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for your time. Like my page, uh, share the bloody episodes when you see them pop up on social media and shit like that, fellas, women, average men and men and women uh, and just help me um yeah promote this damn thing and get it moving right i've got to go love you all peace out have a good weekend uh yeah see ya